This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to episode 31 of Paranormal Dads. I'm your co-host, Andy. I'm Pat. And I'm Eddie. Join us as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries right here on Paranormal Dads. From the Great Plains, Paranormal Dads are once again in session here in the Eddie Studios. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Studio Day <de> Eddie. <laughs> yes! Nothing can stop us, not wind, sleet, snow. Nothing's gonna stop us. It's frozen us tundra, now. but it's all good. It might be cold outside, but it's white hot inside here with uh, a lot of love in this room. Paranormal positivity. <laughs> yeah, so we're just cranking them out and having a fun time together. So, uh, what you boys been up to? Anything exciting? Um, I am eagerly anticipating the new wave of 2019 superhero movies. Give you a little hint about what's coming up on the pop and paranormal section. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I believe uh, Captain Marvel comes out, I believe, next week. So I'm excited to see that as well. See, for me, that one, I mean, we'll probably get into this a yeah. little more. But that one, you know, when I heard Captain Marvel, I'm thinking, oh, Shazam, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It's, no. It's something different. You're it's wrong. Different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shows you what I know about comic books, but we'll get into that. But but anyway, um but yeah, so you're excited about the Captain Marvel movies. I'm I myself, I'm a little down right now cuz I haven't had a Star Wars movie in a while. It's been a while. It's been over a year. I know, I think they just finished Filming. Principal photography on the latest one, which will be what, episode 9, I think. 9. Yep. So, uh I'm kind of excited about that, but that's still probably a year away. Yeah. I, I don't know when it's slated to come out. And there's no other, like, in-between movie, is there? No, I don't think there's anything in the works right now. You know, there was talk of a Obi-Wan movie and a Boba Fett movie, but I think those projects have been put on hold or are out in limbo someplace, so... Hot garbage, um, I say. More Star Wars, please. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> hot garbage. As for me, the only thing I've been playing on my TV lately is this Netflix show. It's a, a couple years old by now, but it's called uh, My Babysitter is a Vampire. Nice. I heard of this. And it's very kind of cutesy. It's very kind of clean cut. Uh, it's, I'd say it's more made for like preteens. Um, so nothing gory, nothing raunchy. But my four and a half year old daughter is obsessed with this show. Really? And Sky, we, we've just been, been, me and Sky have been binge watching it uh, all week long. And she just can't, she's on a vampire kick. Really? <laughs> it's the cutest yes, thing. I it, love it. And it's kind of cute to see her graduate from cartoons. And now she wants to watch, you know, quote unquote, big girl shows. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, me and her mom actually broke down and let her watch Twilight. Oh. <laughs> totally losing my good parent cred here. We, we let it's... her watch Twilight. It's it's no more than PG thirteen. It's tops. fairly safe, right? There's it not is. a lot of. I mean, like, there's, there's some violence. I think it's maybe. not super gory, but she was enthralled with that as well, and she was totally uh, Team Edward. And uh, really, she was, yeah, she was, and she was like, "I like him because he's handsome." Oh, see, I was Jacob all the way. Were you? Yeah, yeah, it was just me though. It's those abs, man. I'll it's get those you. abs. He wants to keep her safe. He's just so wolfy, right? <laughs> uh, you can see why I like him. <laughs> well, Sky said she she liked Edward because he, uh, what she said, he's handsome and he can read minds like Dad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe you're a vampire, Andy. Maybe I'm a vampire. Yeah, I'm Team Wallflower. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I never watched the show. <laughs> you're missing out, Pat. You're missing out. Is he though? Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Twilight fans. Oh, no. Get some hate mail. <laughs> don't anyway. do it. From vampires to superhero movies and even Bigfoot sightings. Bigfoot sightings. You know, we're going to go right into recent sightings where the big man makes an appearance. Oh, dear. Here we go. So, uh, Dateline, uh, this is... uh, uh, My phone just went into unlock mode. Unlock mode. Uh, 
possible Sasquatch sighting outside of Squamish. Squamish. What a name, Squamish. Squamish? Squeamish. Squeamish in Squamish. Squamish, British Columbia. Um, this has actually been around a little while. It's, it was published on April 25th of 2014, but it's a, uh, a video we recently came across, uh, shows a, a couple of guys up, uh, sitting on this mountain peak and they're looking down into this valley and the valley is just filled with snow, yeah. right? And all you can really see on this, this, it's just a, uh, probably a video shop from a phone. Yeah. You can just see a little dark, you know, pinpoint almost. Yeah. A speck. Across this this white background of snow. Yep. But this thing is moving up this um moving up this mountain peak and yeah. just at a pretty good pretty good rate. And these guys said that it's it's a bipedal you can tell it's bipedal. thing and it it's all one color, doesn't have a backpack or mm-hmm. anything. Um, and yeah, they, and it, it is on two feet and you, and you yeah. can tell this thing was moving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could tell they're, they're at like 7,000 feet. Yeah. So, you know, the air is getting pretty thin when you get to that point. And, uh, it, it's just working its way up this mountain and they're like, why would it go up that way? There's nothing up there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was weird. And, and, uh, so it's just kind of an interesting, um, video to watch. Um, there, there's a very steep drop off below where the the video was shot um easily a 300 meter sheer face so oh. and they they were not equipped with climbing gear to descend down and you know check it out go get a closer look yeah you know before nightfall because you're talking about conditions where it you know it'd be dangerous to do such a thing mm-hmm. um but they they say they've encountered bears on approach to the summit in the past uh, they say it's most definitely not a bear. Uh, it's bipedal. Yeah, when bears walk bipedal, they're not walking like that. They're not no. all yeah. in the butt like this that. This thing was running uphill. It, it in, was moving. In snow in that had to deep be snow. several feet deep. And, you know, these guys were saying that it didn't have snowshoes on. And, you know, that deep snow, It, you know, that's pretty amazing that something could move that fast without snowshoes if it was bipedal. Um Kind of an interesting video, but once again, you know, one of those videos where, okay, it claims to be a, a, a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot, but it's such a, such a poor quality. I mean, even though the video is good quality, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, so far, away. far away, you can't tell what it is. I mean, what would you guys pin that, a half mile away? You it's know, so it, away. it could be a goat for all we know, but, you right. know, it's it's just you got to kind of take the, take the, uh, the poster... At, at their word that it was bipedal and, um, yeah. you know, interesting to see. Um, the thing that kind of stood out for me, it's obviously not the quality of the footage because, I mean, you're kind of looking at a black dot, but the thing that kind of made my hair stand on end when you're looking at it, at it is the remoteness of it because mm-hmm. from their yeah. high up vantage point, they even do a panoramic panoramic view of the right. like there is nothing nothing no. around distant there. mountains snow-covered peaks nothing that's yep. all you saw was not just even like a tree. sheer rock faces no trees just snow and rocks and that was it yeah and and, and canadians and, and it, yeah <laughs> and it appeared to be out there without any kind of gear no you know just it's just kind of a weird just uh, bushwhacking up the hill too yeah. not even like yeah it's clear this is a definition of one of those videos that you look at and at first you're like oh it's a speck on a you know it's a dark little speck right. moving along a barren white but then your brain starts trying to make sense of it it's like well it looks like it's on two legs i can tell that yeah and then you're like it's moving really fast for how how and then you start breaking it down in your brain and then eventually you're like what am i looking at right now why would a person be out there by themselves in That's, such a dangerous area yeah yeah, but uh, you can go to YouTube and, and take a look for this, and we'll probably post a link to it uh, yes. on the website. But it, uh, just search for possible Sasquatch sighting outside Squamish. That's S-Q-U-A-M-I-S-H, B.C., British Columbia. Um, uh, has over 2,000, 2,500 uh, likes to it. So, you know, a lot of people have seen this video. Uh, but... Uh, pretty cool cool video I like, one of those things makes things that make you go make you go hmm. Hmm. and i like the kind of 
just chill, relaxed commentary of the guys filming yeah. it. They're just like, like well, that's a that's a Bigfoot. Why are you running up that way, buddy? There's nothing up there. There's nothing up there. Yeah. And I think they even say something like, wow, good thing we, we brought the beer. We maybe got the we... beer. Maybe he can come have a beer. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> like I said, that's the one time that the, the Bigfoot hears him crack open one, turns around, and starts bounding up the hill. You're like, ah, I got nowhere to go. <laughs> it turns into one of those messing with Sasquatch videos. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Commercials. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, they're saying, like, where are you going, buddy? But if you think, like, once again, he knows where he's going. He's he, not the land of sky blue water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of, like, maybe there's some little tucked-in pocket he knows to go to, and they just don't know. It's he's That's his house. Definitely is not a hoax, though. I mean, what are you going to do? Tell your buddy, okay, scale down the, you know, the 300-foot sheer yeah. drop and, and go, like, and a run mile. run across that field, yeah, go which mile. is probably... I don't know, probably saw that thing go at least 200 yards. Yeah. And, uh, and uphill in the several, snow. <laughs> this is like our old, when our grandpas told us how they got to school. Yeah. yeah. It's uphill both ways and three feet of snow. <laughs> Bigfoot's literally doing the grandpa to, to school. <laughs> Maybe he was going to school. <laughs> Gotta go learn. This isn't a hairy back, it's my backpack. It's made from yak fur. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy one, man. We should put that up on the on the site. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, th- that's a short but sweet recent sighting. We'll move on to to other adventures. You saw some of those, but it's recent. <laughs> it's, well, it's, si- recent it's, si- it's recent. It's recent to us. Recent. So it counts, <laughs> yeah. right? It's all relative, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I Pat. loved it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. It's time for pop culture and the paranormal. Shazam! <laughs> We're talking about Shazam. Now, as Pat had set up uh, in our little intro uh, after we introduced ourselves in the episode, um, there's a little bit of confusion because for the longest time, uh, this character was referred to as Captain Marvel. Uh, and there's been some talk back and forth about, oh, and it kind of comes from a little bit of an older crowd because uh, they, uh, I want to say they, DC probably around the 90s, and I might be wrong, my, you know, this is all like pulled from, from my brain, started referring to Captain Marvel as the word that he would yell out to become Captain Marvel, Shazam. And so it became synonymous with just, we're just going to call him Shazam. Mm -hmm. And the reason behind that was because uh, Marvel also, Marvel Comics, also has a character called Captain Marvel. And with their, in their story, Captain Marvel is kind of a mantle. It's kind of like calling someone Thor. Like somebody else could be. I mean, he is Thor, but he he also has the power of the Odin son, which makes him have all those powers. Somebody else could technically do that too. Uh, he is a he is a demigod. I don't want to get down the rabbit hole, but the point is, it's a mantle for Captain Marvel. So within Marvel, within the Marvel comics, um, Captain Marvel has been a man, has been a lady, has been all sorts of different. The character's been different people because it's kind of a title. In DC, it was a singular character. And so there was this brand confusion, like, who's who? I don't know what's what. So DC, back in the 90s-ish, decided, we're going to just go with Shazam and just move on. Because that's what he yells out anyway to become. Because the idea is he's a, he's a boy, like a teenage boy, Billy Batson. Billy Batson. For the, for the alliteration for all the comic people. And he yells out the word Shazam. And it actually has a meaning which we talked about that. And I was further confused because I was thinking, wasn't this a movie from the mid-90s with Shaquille O'Neal? You know? <laughs> exactly. Like that was, you said that, that was... Kazam? Kazam. Kazam. Yeah, right. he was a genie, if I remember right. Yeah, Academy like Award-winning film, by the way. <laughs> hey, listen, man. They can't all be winners. <laughs> um, so the acronym for Shazam uh, is... Uh, the person who is gifted with this. So it's not even just you yell it out and you, you become this. You have to be bestowed the mantle of Shazam. And uh, so the reason why I'm talking about this is because the character has some very cool, like, historical, mystical kind of uh, reachings. Uh, uh, within DC, DC divides their characters up into what they call basically, like, people have their powers either through science, through, like, just being that, like, like Superman has his... Uh, to like essentially science, like through natural abilities or magic, and uh, Superman is actually weak 
to magic. Like he he can't like when he fights somebody magical, they can hurt him because so if you powers. pull out a deck of cards, yeah. and Superman and. Hey. Exactly. So we start doing some street magic Exa- street on ma- Superman. <laughs> it messes him up. David Blaine would be his yeah. kryptonite. <laughs> David man. Blaine is his arch nemesis. He's terrified of rabbits that come out of hats. Exactly. Ah! Exactly. He does. He does some weird like guess a number, and Superman's just done. He's had it. <laughs> uh, so, so in the in this vein, uh, Shazam is a magical character, and so this is how he's basically the magic side of DC's Superman. So. Uh, when he yells out, when Billy Batson yells out Shazam, he gets the wisdom of Solomon. There's the S. The strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, meaning he can throw lightning out of his hands, um, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury, including flight. He can fly too. So if you look at this power list, he's basically Superman. And that was kind of some people's kind of critique was like, you got two Supermen. <laughs> what are you doing? But he's the magical side of DC. And so can basically go toe to toe with magical bad guys. Cause Superman can get his clock cleaned by some, <laughs> by some, by some magical baddies by David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hiding his uh, car keys from him. Superman's <laughs> like, what? I need to drive home. <laughs> I got kryptonite in the back. I can't do this. Well, the movie looks like it's going to be kind of funny. I'm excited. A lot of um, humor. Oh yeah. I mean, from the previews anyway. So yeah, it's it's been fun. And with this uh, kind of go, going into like the science and the magic stuff, you know, if anybody who's a fan, who anyone listening who's been a fan of some of these uh, or all of these, if you are of superhero movies, in the very beginnings of these, uh, Spider-Man. I mean, not beginning, not very beginning, but the beginning of this new wave, if you will. Uh, Spider-Man, Iron Man. These were all like science-y based right. superheroes. Mm-hmm. They Hulk, want Hulk-ish. Hulk they wanted to ground it in some sense of quote-unquote reality. They didn't want to get too bonkers with it. Yeah. And now that we're kind of into it now and people, the audiences have kind of been like, okay, we're going along for the ride now. We're going to have right. fun. Now they're kind of playing with the more kind of out there characters. And so having the more, the more like kind of extravagant backstories, like this kid <laughs> is summoning the powers of all of these like historical like magicians and wizards and superheroes in their own right. It's oh, what, very what was exciting. the one from, was it the last Avengers movie? The uh, Doctor yeah. Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange. Oh. Yeah, so he yes. was kind of a mystical. Yeah, kind of he's dude. a magical character that, too. That, I mean, in that one, that one blew me away, Doctor yes. Strange. And I think one of you guys even like prepared me for that before I saw it in the theaters. But very spiritual, very mm-hmm. metaphysical, almost like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was right up my alley. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the genres that I like. But all this is paranormal because it's beyond what we consider normal right you know? so i mean it's not ghosts and stuff like that but it's yeah it's still paranormal and it's tapping into the magical realm and i just i dig it quite a bit so yeah uh, this is one that i thought i mean as a person who liked the character i'm not a massive like you know my database doesn't run deep with uh, shazam but i always liked the character thought it was kind of cool he has kind of like his you know, for Superman, there's Zod. He's he's a he's a Kryptonian who has the same powers as Superman. In this one, there's a guy named Black Adam, and he is uh you know he's a he's a he has the same powers of Shazam. In fact, he calls upon the same powers, and he's essentially like a a a bad version of of uh, Shazam. Himself. Like in one of the comics. He kind of wears the same outfit as Shazam, except his outfit is kind of like black with a lightning bolt, where yep. Shazam is like red, red with a lightning bolt on yep. his chest. And, he, and he has like this like flamboyant looking kind of white cape. It's kind of fun looking. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I think Black Adam has no cape at all. Yeah. And Black Adam has like these pointy ears as well. He's a different race of he, he's not an alien, but they get into some of that stuff. But it's a, it's a very cool backstory. Neat thing, you know. A little bit kind of like wish fulfillment for uh, for a kid where it's like you're a teenage boy, you're getting bullied, and, and but there's something about you that sets you apart, and and the ancient wisdom notices that and says that's the kid. And so – and it kind of creates a little bit of a, of a problem too because like the kid turns into uh, Shazam, but he's still a kid, like mm-hmm. mentally, mature maturity level. And in the movie, they're going to have total fun with that because, like, he he still has the you know he's not a grown adult, so he's, but he looks like one. But he looks like one. Yeah. it's almost like big. It's right. like big with superpowers. <laughs> like that should be the subcaption under the movie. Exactly, like big with super, <laughs> like big with superpowers. So if you guys had to, and I know this is the old cliche, you know, conversation, but if you guys had to choose 
a superpower for yourself in real life, what would it be? Hmm. I always lean back on this one because I'm torn between superpower, like like strength uh-huh. and flight, but I'm going to go with flight yeah. every time. Yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you. I think it'd be so cool to be able to, you know, just avoid traffic, just get up and fly. Yeah. You know, not not even across town, but you can fly, Yes, you know, across the country, around the world, whatever yeah. you want to do. Right. It's and so, quick, so cool. I want to yeah. add that. I don't want to fly <laughs> slowly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Eddie maxes out at 18 miles an hour. <laughs> a seven-year-old on a bike goes quicker than Eddie <laughs> flying. I'm like an old vacuum cleaner. Like, <laughs> but then you could actually get to Antarctica like we were talking about last episode. It's impossible to get there because you can't. You're not allowed. But if you had superpowers, you could fly wherever the heck you wanted, right? Go where I want. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you think about it, man. You could be a delivery service. You could go wherever the heck you want to go. You could be be like, I need to get you some flowers. Fly to Hawaii, pick flowers for your wife, fly back. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Andy? What would you? Well, I'm just saying the possibilities with that, Eddie's getting my creative mind going now. Yeah, you could do like a sandwich delivery place. Exactly. Call yourself. <laughs> Instead of Jimmy John's, it would be Eddie John's. <laughs> exactly. Freaky fast, freakier, faster. <laughs> <laughs> Freaky fast flight delivery. There you go. Um, gosh, you know, it's... Uh, not to be too agreeable, but I mean, I think that'd probably be the coolest one, right? Flight. Other right. than that, uh, I don't know. The wisdom you know, you of got, Solomon. You got super strength. You've got. Uh, I, mean, I, you, I just wonder if there's well, you how know, about the power of Zeus. There's always the vision there. things where you can see through walls or see through, you know, I don't know. Even having like heat vision and you know. Yeah. Crazy stuff like that. Could melt the icicles uh, off my I don't house. know. Seeing through walls, that just sounds like a lawsuit even, waiting even to happen. The, right. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Super strength would be cool. Maybe the power to heal, like make you know, make people feel. Or like Doctor Strange, the ability to control time. That'd be kind of fun. Ooh, yeah. yeah you might get put, yourself into trouble with that, too. Put that yeah, dial you up. Could, and, you could, I could see a lot. You, you getting yourself into a lot of moral dilemmas with, yeah. with something like that. It's like... You know, I could change this, but should I kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. You tweak it just the tiniest bit, and then it messes up. So you try to fix that, and then you and undo again, yeah, something. It's yeah. Just, I could yeah. see that being a sad life for somebody. Stick to flight, Stick Andy. to flight. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. The flying paranormal dads. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a sandwich delivery service. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making the sandwiches. You guys are flying them all over the place. <laughs> I never get to fly, guys. Let me fly. Take me with you. It'd be like Disney soaring, except you can do it all the time. Whenever you want. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, stay stay tuned. Uh, look uh, for your local theater listings for Shazam. I think it's going to be a fun one. I think it's going to be totally family appropriate. Uh, the trailers indicate that it's, you know, soft PG-13. I don't think it's overly, overly salty for uh, for people. It just looks like a fun Fun family uh, movie. They're going for a humor aspect, which I love. So, and it has Zachary Levi playing the the uh, uh, character of Shazam, uh, and not Billy Batson. It's a different actor. It's a young boy for that one. <laughs> but uh, I'm very excited. So, uh, here's looking forward to that for all of us who love those things. And now it's time for the main mystery. <laughs> Welcome to the main mystery, gentlemen. Ooh. Me. Got a good one for you today. Okay. <gasps> Have you ever heard of the similarities and synchronicities between John F. Kennedy and Abraham Lincoln? I have. I've not. Yeah. So there you go. Mixed audience. <laughs> and I know we've touched on synchronicities in the past. Yeah, I think uh, we we talked about some of these. Yeah. I think we kind of mentioned it in passing once, and I think we did a kind of a one about the Titanic, mm-hmm. which kind of weirdly synced up with a fictional book called The Titan. But uh, synchronicity is one of my all-time favorite kind of paranormal subjects when two things have a uh, a related coincidental connection without any possible explanation. And some of these get so bizarre that they, you know, quite literally defy statistical probability. And it makes you wonder, you know, like how is it, is it history repeating itself? Is right. it? Is it? You know, it just makes you scratch your head. So, yeah, a lot of weird similarities between JFK and Abraham Lincoln. So uh, I'm gonna go kind of sort of in order from uh, ones that'll just kind of give you pause to ones that'll make your jaw drop. And these are all true, factual. You can check it out. I'm actually pulling this particular information from blog.world-mysteries.com. 
But this is all over the place. Yeah. In fact, I was telling you guys, uh, this is a lot of these bullet points are kind of in one of my books called The Weird 100. Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. It's like <laughs> that's like our Bible. I mean, that's a kind of our go-to for a lot of these main mysteries. But And the name you give all your friends. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Abraham Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846. John F. Kennedy was elected to Congress in 1946, 100 years later. Uh, Lincoln was elected president in 1860. Kennedy was elected president in 1960. Both were particularly concerned with civil rights. Uh, Both of their wives lost a child while living in the White House. Both presidents were shot on a Friday. Both presidents were shot in the head. Now here's where it gets even weirder. Uh, Lincoln's secretary was named Kennedy, and Kennedy's secretary was named Lincoln. And that's that's one of the really weird. That's that's, that's what are the odds? Intentional at this point. I mean, the, the programmers of our matrix are messing with us. <laughs> Let's see if they notice this. See if they can see what's happening. Uh, both were assassinated by Southerners. Uh, both were succeeded by South- Southerners named Johnson. So, Andrew Johnson. Um, succeeded President Lincoln, um, and Andrew Johnson was born in 1808. Uh, Lyndon B. Lyndon B. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, and that happened uh, in 1908. So uh, John Wilkes Booth, who assassinated Lincoln, was born in 1839. Lee Harvey Oswald, who killed Kennedy, was born in... 1939. So, again... Everything's happening the same hundred years. years later. Both assassinations, uh, excuse me, both assassins were known by uh, their by all three names: Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth. Uh, both names are comprised of fifteen letters. Yeah. What? So I mean, you could say you could say people are just or people looking. are reaching. They're looking for these you know synchronicities, but. Some of them are really, really weird. It's like, you know, the 15-letter thing, the, uh, you know, just how the years are 100 years apart. That is so weird. The secretary one kind of blew me away. Yeah, the secretary one is really weird. Um, So it gets even weirder. So Lincoln, Yeah, oh, yeah, it keeps going. It's on and on. And and this particular article that I'm reading only has, I don't know, 20 uh, 20 or so of these. There's like 50, 75. It depends how much you want to reach, but they keep going. So Lincoln was shot uh, at the theater named Ford, you know, Ford Theater. Kennedy was shot in a Lincoln car made by the Ford Company. (laughs) That's one that's almost reaching, you know. I mean, it is, but but it's it's still right. Lincoln shot in a Ford Theater. Kennedy, yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, Both Oswald, uh, excuse me, Booth and Oswald were assassinated before their trials. Okay. So here's the real kicker. A week before Lincoln was shot, uh, he was in Monroe, Maryland. And a week before Kennedy was shot, he was with Marilyn Monroe. Monroe, Monroe, Maryland, Marilyn Monroe. That's weird. Again, is it reaching? I I don't don't know know if that's... I I recently was watching a... uh, There's a very interesting UFO show on Netflix. And I, I don't have it in front of me. I can't think of the name of it. But they are interviewing this guy who was talking about the relationship between Marilyn Monroe and both John F. Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy and how she was really, um, you know, kind of, quote unquote, connected to these guys. Oh, in that way. And and so but they they also believed that there is like a UFO angle that these these guys knew about like a government conspiracy or government cover up or you know knowledge of UFO type events and oh. and there there is this thought that they may have shared some of this information with Marilyn Monroe oh. and she, that is the reason why she was killed even though you know she supposedly died of an overdose yeah. some people believe it was actually a murder 
I mean, it was a very interesting show. Wow. And, and you know, I don't know if 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 you want to go there or not. But they were um, trying to impress her in a way and be like, I know about aliens. I'll show you. Yeah, and that's what these guys were worried about. It's like, oh, they they she knows too much because apparently she confided in a friend of hers, and somehow that got back to this dark element of the government, and it's like. She knows too much. We we got to get rid of her. Oh of my gosh! But uh, boy, that was it was a really interesting show on um, uh, on Netflix. Uh, I I can't think of the name of it, but no, you're good. We can look but, that up pretty uh, easily. Yeah, you, you got it's, it's worth a watch. I'll have to send it to you. Guys. Was that the crux of the show? That there was like more. There was a oh, there was more to it. It was definitely just kind of like uh, this guy was a legitimate government official. And he was basically coming clean with a lot of the things that yeah. were going on. That's and and it makes you wonder. It's like, man, if you're out here talking about all this stuff, why aren't you dead? You know? Right. <laughs> but maybe it's like the John Lazar. Lazar. Bob, Bob they, Lazar. They, Bob Lazar. They talk Wait. about Bob Lazar a lot in that, that episode, too. I mean, in his case, you know, we, and we talked about this a few episodes back, I think, but, you know, he went so public with the UFO information. He knew that if anything happened to him, that they would know it was yeah, the government yeah, that yeah, yeah. took action. But that's interesting. So, yeah, uh, that's a little synchronicity. And here is a little bit more. So Abraham Lincoln was shot in a theater, and the assassin ran to a warehouse. Kennedy was shot from a warehouse, and the assassin ran into a theater. So it was right. opposite. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. Interesting, interesting, but it does border on the on the paranormal because some of the again it defies statistical probability right. that these things would ha- would be would be so many coincidences. Yeah, it's like the reverse of of what happened, almost like it was repeating it, itself in some weird way. It, yeah, it, is it history repeating itself? Is yeah. it is you know? And then you get into the territory as you know was Kennedy. Uh, the reincarnated version of Abraham Lincoln and was kind of living this, living a similar life all over again. Yeah. But synchronicity is, is one of those things that, uh, it just boggles the mind. And, uh, you know, I found, stumbled across a, uh, uh, little, I don't know what you call it, a little article on Pinterest about some synchronicities and coincidences. Uh, you know, things like, uh, well, you, you've heard these stories. The internet's not working here. No. Eddie, what's your Wi-Fi password for all of our <laughs> listeners to hear? My Wi-Fi password is Bigfoot Rules with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot Rules. <laughs> well, here's a little uh, coincidence. So th- someone posted a picture, and it says, My cousin was in his future wife's family picture uh, on a trip uh, to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, seven years before they actually met. So he's just some guy that's standing off in the corner of the some stranger that happened to capture in the in the corner of their family picture, and then seven years later, he he ends up marrying one of the girls that's, in that's the family crazy. from the picture. <laughs> so it's like right place, right time um, kind of coincidence. Here's another one. It's a picture. It's just a picture of this uh, kid with a bruised chin, and uh, uh, caption says, "My daughter injured her chin today." Uh, at dinner, and then afterwards, she received this fortune cookie. And the the fortune cookie she opened just hours after hurting her chin says, uh, "Time heals all wounds. Keep your chin up." <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so kind of a cutesy one, and, and not all of them are, you know, paranormal, you know, like in a scary way. But uh, there's another one of um, <laughs> a, a guy took a picture of. A uh, pigeon pooped on a leaf, and the poop, just the way that it landed looks on the leaf, like, it looks like a pigeon. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys have probably seen it too, like the synchronicity of uh, it was a it was an aerial like drone um, photo that was of a huge flock of flamingos on this lake. But the way that the uh, flamingos are arranged and laid out, they they form the shape of one giant flamingo. That is hilarious. To a T, just like yeah. perfectly. Oh so. man. It's all know. the Matrix again. Yeah, totally. Do you guys have any like personal synchronicities that have happened? Like maybe just one example of one that you were like, "What? No well, way!" I, I mean, here's a kind of a cute story for for me, and I, I don't know if it's a synchronicity so much as just one of those like kind of wink from the universe uh, 
you know, type deals. But it seemed to get a lot of those, you know, come to sure. think of it, you know. But I remember when um, my my sister Elizabeth, she got engaged. And um, interestingly enough, uh, it was the, the day after she got engaged, we were at the office and one of our clients was in the lobby, um, just picked a random book off the bookshelf, you know, books on energy and spiritual things and healing and this and that. And so the client opens a book and a photo falls out and hits the floor and they're like, Oh, that's weird. And they pick up the photo to, to take a look at it. And they say, Hey, do you know why this old photo is like from the 1980s? Hey, do you know why this photo is in the book? Hands it to my sister. Elizabeth looks at it and she's like, Oh my gosh, that's a picture of my dad holding me on the day that I was born. Oh, wow. And so, you know, the, the meaning, if you connect the dots, you know, maybe it was kind of a, you know, a sign from the heavens of, Hey, congrats on you on getting engaged, but you'll always be my baby girl kind right. of, kind of deal. And, you know, my, our dad passed, uh, you know, back in, in 97. So maybe that was just his way of saying, Hey, I see what's going on down there. And, uh, you know, so why else would that client pick up that book with that picture the day after she got engaged? That's Again, it kind of defies statistical it does probability yeah. kind of thing yeah how about you well, we we had we had something weird happen to us it was not very long ago you know probably within the past year and we were driving around me and the family and we were talking about something and we i may have even mentioned this before on the show but uh and you know i <laughs> i can't do the story justice right now i can't even remember we were talking about a song you know a mm-hmm. popular song and I can't even think of what the song was, but uh, we were talking about the song for some reason, and not sooner had we finished talking about it, the radio was on, and that song comes on the radio. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, so it's like we, we had the conversation, the conversation was over, and then the song comes on the radio, and we all just kind of went like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> it was pretty weird. Do you remember the song? But I, I don't. Oh. My kids probably would. Yeah. But I, I can't think of what it was. It was like some eighty song. Okay. Uh, but, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that when that kind of stuff happens, that's kind of interesting. It's yeah. got to be a little bit of a wink too. You yeah. Know? It's weird. That is weird. And I think you'll get that a lot. Uh, synchronicities and coincidences with song and music, just because. You know, a lot of us find meaning in, mm-hmm. in song lyrics, and because of the, the the timing of when they happen to come on yeah. the come on the station. So, I um my my personal one is kind of interesting. Um, I'm not from this part of the country. Um, uh, I grew up. I was born in upstate. He's not from here. Get him. He's not one of us. <laughs> Get it, stranger. <laughs> I was born in upstate New York and was raised in New York and Virginia and Florida. So I was all over the map. Uh, on the East Coast, and up until I was 19, actually uh, almost 20 years old. I moved here in the summer right before my 20th birthday of 1997, and so I uh, moved to Lincoln, Nebraska. So I did not have any connection. My entire family, my my siblings, my cousins, my great-grandparents, everybody lived in Florida. There was not – that we, we. some people lived in Maryland. Hey, they lived in Maryland. Um, <laughs> Maryland – um, that was about as far north as any of our family lived. So Maryland, Georgia, Florida, that was about the extent of it. And, and, uh, that's it. And so I moved dang near 2000 miles West. And I think the solid distance is like 1800 and some change from city to city. So far enough away that like the restaurants are different, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not that there's a bunch of mapping nerds out there, but the ways that maps are created west of the Mississippi is different than the ways that maps are created east of the Mississippi. Huh. I won't Did get not in, know that. I won't <laughs> get into it because there's people who don't care to hear it, but there you go, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen long <laughs> enough, you might just learn something. Yes. There you go. <laughs> west of the Mississippi versus east of the Mississippi. It's an entirely different mapping methodology. And the reason why people just don't, and the, frankly, the East Coast should just do what the West, not, not East Coast, but east <laughs> of the Mississippi should do what west of the Mississippi has done, but they're not going to because it's way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> so anyway, very different. So I move out here, and I have no friends, no family, no connective tissue family-wise here. Uh, fast forward in time, I meet my wife. Uh, my Well, my future wife. Didn't know she was going to be my wife yet, but um, I did the Wayne's World. She will be mine. <laughs> oh, yes, she will be mine. 
Um, and so fast forward, we we get married, we have a family, we live in Omaha, Nebraska. Once again, like our last name is the only name in the phone book. Look us up. We're the only fossilers in town. Now my brother lives here, so he's in there too. But but anybody who has our name is family, you know, and that's how it goes. So I'm driving down a road uh, for anybody familiar with our town, it's Harrison. Driving down Harrison uh, towards our house at the time, and I just casually glance over. I'm at a light and I look over into a cemetery that's right off to the south of Harrison Street. Do you know the story, Pat? You told me the story. It's a great story. And I glance over, and just kind of how you do it at a red light, you're just kind of chilling, and I see a tombstone on the edge of the cemetery, the very, very outer edge, and it just says, Fossler, last name on the tombstone. And I was like, what? That's weird. There's nobody. That's that's my name. There's no. It wasn't like a Christmas Carol where you're <laughs> you're seeing into the future. Exactly. <laughs> it's me. Oh no! Can you fall in? Uh, uh, so I went into the cemetery, pulled in, and got out and looked at the other uh, other grave. And it was one grave. There's not a whole bunch. There's one grave, Fossler, and it has the birth date like the early 1800s and died in like 1871. You know, so this is not a not a new grave. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's bonkers. And so I, I looked it up, and it was just this offshoot. It was a person. He, he lived here. He got married, uh, married a lady. She got sick and died, and he buried her here. And he went on and moved away. His name was Joseph Fossler. Just went off and did his own thing. And it was the most random, weird thing. And it was just like this tiny little piece of connection. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's so weird. And it was so, right by where you guys ended up we living. Lived, we lived a mile and a half away. You, huh. Yeah. But did you determine, were you related in some way? Yes. Yes. So did some genealogical searching on this, and it turns out that her husband would have been my, like, great, great, is it one more great there? Might have been just great, great uncle. Gotcha. So he was, like, the brother of my great, great grandfather. See, you've told me this story before, and every time I drive by that cemetery. Did you see it? No. I I, I stop at the light, and I'm, like, I'm looking over there. It's like, i got to find this headstone. I'll show it to you. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't it be weird if we go back and it's gone? If that happened, I would. <laughs> I would straight up just run away. I'd run into the wilderness. I'm going to Antarctica. I'm finding, I'm finding hollow earth. I'm done. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I just mm. yeah, but no. I mean, I and so kind of as a little like homage. Like um, not every Memorial Day. I wish I was better about it. But there are certain Memorial Days when I remember, I'll go down there and drop off a little thing of flowers or cool. or. Uh, uh, when I when I lived there, it was on one of my running routes, and I don't like that whole like uh, like that whole thing where you hold your breath by a cemetery when you walk what? by. I've never even heard of such must a thing. Be, must be an East Coast thing. Yeah, <laughs> we're like we don't do that, that west of the Mississippi. <laughs> you hold your breath by a cemetery, you'll die. <laughs> what? So you hold your breath when you walk by a cemetery because like you don't want like to the, inhale the spirits, the spirits to steal your breath or whatever. You never heard that? No, I've I want my breath to be with extra spirits in it. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't there one you're supposed to lift your feet up when you drive over railroad? Road tracks or uh, something, something like or you go through a tunnel and you lift maybe. feet up or something. Maybe I don't know why. Bridge maybe or yeah. bridge. I don't. Know. Well, I thought it was That's silly. Weird. I was like, it was a silly superstition. I'm not going to do that. So, uh, when, <laughs> did you jog a mile and a half with your bouquet? <laughs> no breaths. Exactly. To your great great uncle's grave. They're all tore up. Well, it's his. It's his wife though. Wife. Yeah, That's yeah. right. They're all torn up from me running. Here you go. Sorry, they're all busted. <laughs> um, no, but what happens is whenever I would run by, I would just kind of do a little bit of like a little bit of like an acknowledgement, like yeah. kind of like you know you know blow a kiss kind of thing a little you know little, put, little air, air fist bump <laughs> air fist bump just yeah. an acknowledgement because it was like you know what i was here when i first moved here i was the only one too so yeah, it was yeah. just kind of a neat little uh, little that is yeah that's cool. so it was a neat little thing a little synchronicity for me you know it's it's hard to think of things on the spot you know because we it is well and obviously like a lot of our segments this started with the jfk lincoln thing and now it's just spitballing yeah. into coincidences <laughs> and synchronicities in general I am going to share I I don't think I told you guys yet. I'm going to share something with you and with all the listeners apparently that I've Paranormal. only told to like one other person. That's oh. exclusive. Yeah. And and, and maybe I ha- I don't know. I don't think I told you guys this because it's so weird like when it happened, I'm like nobody is going to believe me if I actually said that this really happened. Oh my gosh, get ready. Yeah. Cuz <laughs> I mean, I you know, my my job is a psychic medium, so my life is immersed in the weird and the strange and mysterious. And this one literally made my jaw drop. So a f- couple of weeks ago, a month ago by now maybe, I caught wind. I have a client in Kansas City who 
he finds all sorts of cool articles and weird stuff, and every now and again he'll send me an email saying, hey, just check this out. So he sent me a link to a it was a podcast, and he was like, you have to listen to this. So And I was like, okay, cool. So I, I found it, and I, down, I clicked it, and I was listening to it. And it, Long story short, it was this it was this interview about a story that originated out in Kentucky or West Virginia about some guy who claims to have seen some weird goblin type creatures in the caves by his house right and yes. okay so the 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 center of this story it kind of centers around this gentleman named David Christie mm-hmm. and so that whole day as I'm driving from A to B and from work and to pick up my daughter from school I'm just like my mind is blown listening to this crazy story about the goblins in the cave and David Christie and the whole story. Yeah. And so I have Dave, I have David Christie on my mind all day long. And so I'm at home with, with my daughter, Sky. And a couple days prior, we had gone to the nursery and we got just like a little aloe vera plant because it was a snowy day. We thought we'd do something green and, and lush and earthy to kind of lift our spirits and, and everything. So, you know, we got the plant, we potted the plant and the plant was in the corner and we were in the kitchen and for a few days, Sky was um, trying to figure out a name. She wanted to name her plant, mm-hmm. and so I just I said, "Hey, Sky, what'd you what'd you name your plant?" And and she goes, "Christy," and I said, "Huh?" And I said, "Wow, that's a that's an odd name for a plant." Okay, though, good name. And she said, "Wait," and she's four and a half, by the way, so her her mind just kind of runs wild, and she's like, "But that's the plant's last name." Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. Because before that, I was, oh, weird, weird name, Christy. Okay, but she said that's the plant's last name. I go, okay, what's the plant's first name? And she goes, Dig. And I go, oh, Dig. Like, yeah, we had to dig in the dirt to plant the plant. Cool. She goes, no, wait, uh, uh, Dig, Dav, Dave, David. She said, David is his name. So I said, let me, and it, it literally gave me goosebumps. And I said, so your plant's name is David Christie. And she goes, yes. And then she grabbed her, she grabbed her. Uh, she da- grabbed David Christie and <laughs> walked off. Yeah. And then we, she just walked out into the garage because we were getting ready to leave. And my jaw was, I'm like, that kid just read right my mind. mind or I don't, it defies any kind of logic or math that she would come up with the first and last name of this guy's name that I was thinking about. Cause the you hadn't day. been listening to the podcast when she was around. It was a creepy podcast. Heck no. And, and so when I was listening to it, I was in the car, like on the way to, you know, when I was running errands during the afternoon, not around her, you know, so that is, bizarre. That is insane. And she was like feeling it out. She like, was feeling duh, it duh, out. Duh, duh. Dig, Dav, Dad, David, David, David. She's Christy. just grabbing that out of your mm. brain. <laughs> yeah, she extracted it. <laughs> so if anyone tells you mind reading is not a real thing, I beg to differ. Yeah. And I don't know if she did it intentionally or accidentally, but that... That's weird. It was beyond coincidence is what it was. And David Christie <laughs> the aloe would disagree too. Yes. <laughs> David Christie the aloe vera plant. Like, it's real. But it was like this moment of lucid clarity or something. Because yeah. the other day, just out of the blue, I was like, "Hey, Sky, do you remember what your uh, plant's name is?" And she she said something weird like, "Oh, I don't know. His name's Frank or something." I was <laughs> yeah. like, "Okay, cool. Like the moment's yeah. gone. It's yeah. dead. It's dead." Yeah. But that day, I, I don't know. It's it was synchronicity or wow. coincidence or something beyond what I've ever experienced. So. Like, like your blood must have run cold. You're like, what? It, it literally stopped me in my tracks for a moment. And I was like, who am I going to tell that's not going to think <laughs> I'm completely insane? That's um, nuts. So now I've told all of our listeners. So yeah. They don't I'm think you're nuts. <laughs> I tell you what, man, if you want to run for your money in terms of what's real and what's not, just have long conversations with your three or four-year-old about things that aren't supposed to exist because kids do say the weirdest things, yeah. man. Oh, and sometimes it borders on the paranormal. Hence, you know, paranormal dads. Oh, dude, here we are. Go. I'm with you 100. percent And then when they get older, what becomes scary is <laughs> how many gray hairs and they give us, and how much. That's paranormal too. <laughs> that yeah. is paranormal. We should do a kid say the darndest paranormal things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we totally could. There you go. We could. Well, if you look at how many gray hairs I had before kids and how many I have now. 
It's quite a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You zoom in real tight. Those are tiny pictures of your children yeah. on, <laughs> on those hairs. You can see them. It's a mosaic. I gave it to my dad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was a great one, man. Yeah. Well, fun. thank thank you everybody for listening and, uh, we appreciate, uh, all the good com comments and, um, the reviews we've been getting. Um, but we'd like more. If you haven't reviewed our show, please, uh, feel free to reach out. Um, we are on Podbean. Yep. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. 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 We're on SoundCloud. We're on uh, Intune. Is, yes. is another one I discovered our show. So and we're on Spotify now. And Spotify. So yeah, drop us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. And uh, um, also thank you to everybody at. Um, Freesounds.org. Freesounds.org. Yeah, it it's, it's actually a really good resource for anybody. It gives us a lot of our music and sound clips and sound bites, and it's it's just fun. And we also have uh, Paranormal Dads t-shirts, sweatshirts, all that good stuff available if you're interested in getting one. Just check out our Facebook page. And yep. They're, they're pretty reasonable, and we'll ship them to you in a speedy manner. And uh, God, I think that just about covers it. Uh, like we said last episode, for the for the diehard fans out there, if you listen past the uh, the final segment music, uh, we do a lot of bloopers and, and outtakes. Uh, that'll give you a couple chuckles to end the episode <laughs> in the right mood. I would be remiss if I didn't pull out this hidden box from underneath the the uh, the table here to reveal a giant package of glow sticks. Close to outro. <laughs> we have fun with this, don't we? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Until then, we'll see ya. See you guys. Sayonara. Yeah, wake up. Wake up, buddy. Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting oh. yourself. Oh. Quit hitting yourself. Oh. Quit hitting oh. yourself. <laughs> I sound like a jerk. What in the world? That is the internet. Do not drop it. Do not break it. Man. They probably have a room of nerds that they have to go and consult Dude, with. And they're probably just like they're, average Joes yeah, who dedicated yeah, to yeah, well, like, technically speaking. With no like social skills no. whatsoever. No. They just they can rattle off anything. They're just back in a corner playing Dungeons and Dragons. And, oh, you gotta go talk to the nerds about that. Oh, the guy rolls his eyes. Oh, okay. It's like they could tell you the name of Thanos' grandma, but they couldn't have a conversation <laughs> with, with the waitress. A girl enters the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I, I make fun. Drop. Nobody talks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've said this before. I'm gonna say it again. First of all, I love you guys. I do. I love, love you, you too, Eddie. Eddie. So much love. The second thing Get is... Get your hand off my leg, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>